0: you're listening to salon frequency a podcast for salon professionals that are revolutionizing the texture of salon culture thank you so much for tapping into salon frequency today whether this is your first time listening or you've been aligned with salon frequency for a while welcome i am just so grateful that you're showing up for yourself today I'm also really excited because I am fresh off the heels of attending my first hair show since the global pandemic of 2020. You know, that thing that shut our whole industry down. And this episode was inspired by my experience at this hair show because I met so many salon professionals who had never been to a hair show before and didn't know how to take advantage of the opportunities at the hair show and some who didn't even understand what the point of a hair show was. They were just there to be there. And it really brought me back to my first hair show and the feelings I had because I remember feeling overwhelmed, confused, and just generally feeling like an outsider in a sp- Space that I had said I wanted to be in, you know, the beauty industry. So, I knew I needed to come back and share some takeaways from this hair show, but also offer to you the belief that hair shows are still necessary. Hair shows are still vitally important to you as a professional. And I wanna share with you a few reasons why that is, in addition to just my general experience at the Premier Beauty Show in Atlanta. For those of you that may not know, in addition to this podcast, I also own and operate my global wellness brand, Crown Elements, run an online academy, and show up as a wife and mother of two. I say all that to say, like you, I have a lot of things that I'm juggling. Maybe you're running a business behind the chair, and maybe you show up in many different hats beyond the chair. But have you given any thought to your value system in these roles? one of the things or really one of the values that I have is education. And I believe education is one, a part of the way I can liberate myself and my community. And I also believe that continuing to learn is one way that we can continue to grow. At least I can continue to grow. So long story short, or long story long, education is important to me. And so if it's important, have to make time for it so here i am a month before this hair show realizing that it's coming up i'm like hey i want to go to this hair show let me book my flights buy my ticket get a hotel and then i'm going to tell my husband that i'm leaving just so that i can't make an excuse based on his reaction like i'm already set to go it's just like hey here's a heads up i'm not saying this is the best approach to take but i'm saying you have to decide to choose yourself in what is most important to you so i booked my flight book my ticket book my ticket to the show Took my husband out to lunch and was like, hey, this hair show is coming up and guess what's on trend these days? He knows I'm a octitian. He knows I love locks. And he's like, I don't know what. I'm like, locks. He's like, wow, you should be there. And I'm like, I know, right? I should be there. I'm going to go. It's in a month, FYI. And so my husband reminded me, it's something I knew, but he also reminded me like, you should also take some business cards. Like use this as a networking opportunity. And I'm like, yeah, of course. So I designed some business cards, send them off to get printed. They come back, I want to say within like a week or two. So well in my window for going out of state to this hair show. With my business cards in hand, I get out to this hair show and I know that because I've invested and flying out here, putting myself up in a hotel, attending all of the classes that I could possibly jam pack into three days, I have to network. And that is one of the essential components to going to hair shows, networking with other industry professionals. And so I get there and I think that I'm prepared. And as soon as I step into my first class, I notice other professionals are not necessarily passing out business cards, but they have flyers for their next class or upcoming event at their salon. And I was like, that is a great idea. So if you are planning to go to a hair show, I would encourage you to not only have your business card, but also put together a small flyer that someone can hold in their hand. It's not too intrusive, doesn't have to be a huge piece of paper, But promote something that you have going on. Maybe you're going live every week. Maybe at your salon, you're doing a hands-on class for kids. Whatever it may be, just pass those around with your salon information on it. So let's say you meet a stylist who is based in St. Louis and you're in California. Maybe that stylist in St. Louis has a client that's moving to California. Guess who's going to be at the top of mind? for someone they can refer their client to, you, because they have your information. So one, have your business card. Two, have a flyer to promote your salon or event that you have going on. Also, while we are in these technologically advanced times, please make sure you have a QR code on your flyer. They're really easy to create. You can do them right in Canva and link it directly to your website. Super important. Make it easy for people to pay you and find you. So here I am with a bag full of business cards, handful of flyers. I decide to make it my goal to pass out 200 business cards. I'm sure there are a couple thousand people here why can't I pass out 200 cards to people that I meet here? Well, I felt like I was off to a good start. Now I want to say the first day, I think I passed out maybe five cards and I was like, okay, five out of 200, we're, we're on a roll. Second day, I think I passed out like four cards and was like, okay, we took a little step back. It's all right. We got uh, 191 cards to pass out Sunday. We can do this. <laughs> spoiler alerts, I only was able to pass out another seven cards or so. But going into the show with a goal, it gave me the push or the motivation I needed to even pull my cards out of my bag. Because if there's one thing that I noticed, most stylists or salon professionals were not asking for business cards. They were asking for Your Instagram. What threw me for a loop though was that I went to meet or continue the conversation with one of the presenters in one of my classes, and they didn't ask for my business card or my Instagram. What they asked for was my LinkedIn. And I was like, wait, what? LinkedIn. And they said, if you are making a name for yourself in this industry. If you are striving to do professional networking, it is important that you also have a professional presence on platforms like LinkedIn. Say less. That night I went home, put together my LinkedIn page, which is really kind of like a Facebook page, but I could see how having that space is really beneficial. So I won't get caught slipping again and neither will you. So what we have when we are at hair shows and we are leaning into the networking benefit of hair shows, make sure you have business cards, flyers, professional networking site like a LinkedIn, and also set a goal for yourself. How many people are you going to talk to? How are you going to get out of your comfort zone? How are you going to Put yourself out there in a space that may not be your norm, but it's an opportunity for you to grow. I would also say another key component to hair shows are the classes. Yes, they have hundreds of vendors. Yes, they have food. Yes, they have theatrics with their shows and tool demonstrations. But the classes, the things a lot of salon professionals I know shy away from because they're like, hey, I'm done with school. Why would I come into this very creative field to then go sit in the classroom? But let me tell you, in the classes is where you have an intimate setting to learn about new trends to explore new ideas, to take a look at presenting styles. Maybe when you retire or maybe you foresee not being behind your chair forever and you may want to pivot into teaching some of the skills that you've acquired over your career. Well, insider tip, And it's not just knowing the things. You also got to know how to present it in a way for people to receive it. So you can go and kind of see what are the different styles. What do you like? What do you gravitate towards? And kind of begin to develop your presentation style or the ways in which you would do it differently is something you can think about if the class is not You know, piquing your interests as much as you thought it would. You can also use classes to hear what other peers in your industry or in your niche are concerned about or thinking about, and use their questions to maybe spark offerings that you can give them like solutions, think classes, think tools, think products. Or you can use that as a way to spark conversation with these new people that you're meeting because you set a goal for networking. And challenge yourself to not just go to classes within what you do, but also go to classes for things you don't know anything about. Just try different things. Explore. Our industry of cosmetology and beauty is it's It's infinite, it's expansive. A hair show is a way for you to kind of like peek like take a peek behind curtains you don't get to see in your day-to day. So use the opportunity at the hair show to your advantage. I also really, really, really don't want you to be taken advantage of. and I say that. Again, because there are so many products, there's so many vendors, there's so many classes, there's so many like, ooh, ah, what's this? What's that? Ooh, how does this work? Can I use this? Can I use that? And it is very easy for you to overspend at a hair show or buy things that you don't need. To that, I say, when you're going into a hair show, Make sure you have a budget. Having a budget and taking inventory of what your salon needs, what quantities of things do you have on hand, what brands that you currently use, and of those brands, which of them are going to be at that hair show? Because at the hair show, they tend to offer their products at a rate that is even lower than what you would pay at a distributor, at a store. So going there, you can get those products. However, if there's something that I could tell you and offer you as you're going to the hair shows, in addition to having your budget, taking inventory, um, just make sure you buy what you need and get information, get contact information for the things that you like. So that way you can Reassess. Do I need this? How can I fit it into what I'm currently doing? And then build a relationship with that, um, distributor or with that company to then get those products in your salon. You don't have to buy everything right then and there. All right. Pace yourself. It is okay. I came out of the hair show. I want to say with a couple tools for hair loss. Um, one, One bottle of shampoo, definitely I had to think about it. One bottle of shampoo and a protein treatment. So not too bad, I'd say. It all fit in my luggage. I was able to get it home without paying anything extra. And I feel confident in my purchases. I don't regret anything that I purchased at the hair show. So that is a good feeling to have. All in all, I hope this reflection of the experience at a hair show helps you to feel inspired to go to a hair show. Maybe it's one local to you so you don't have to travel far. Maybe it's one in a different state or maybe you want to travel to a different country to experience a hair show. You can absolutely do those things. I will link In the show notes, a few hair shows that I like to attend throughout the year, and hopefully I'll see you there. Let this episode also be a reminder to you that the beauty industry is huge. It is so huge. So make sure you put yourself in the rooms, in the spaces to have more opportunities, to meet more people, to explore and consider directions and paths that you can take within your career of beauty. And if you feel like the cost of the hair show is a hindrance, like how can I spend this money to get to this show and not be guaranteed something on the other side? I encourage you to One, reconsider the word spend. You're investing in your license and in your education. And a step beyond that, once you have invested that money to go to that hair show, then challenge yourself to make that money back in services that you upsell and the ways in which you bring back the knowledge, tools, or products that you gained from that show and apply it within your business. Each time you go to the hair show, you are elevating yourself. You're elevating your salon. You're elevating the experience that you are offering and bringing to the table. And so that investment should pay you back many, many times over. Thank you so much for listening. If you felt inspired or empowered by anything I shared today, please consider writing a review or posting a five-star rating of the podcast. If you've never done that before, it's super easy. You can head over to salonfrequency.com. I have a tutorial that'll walk you through how to do just that. And I want you to know when you do that, you help other salon professionals that are revolutionizing the texture of salon culture find and discover salon frequency so I truly truly appreciate your support and while you're there at salonfrequency.com make sure you join the vibe an email newsletter that keeps the conversation going